0: Chapter 20. Goodbye and Hello. As the pleasant countryside flashed by and the wind whistled a tune on the windshield, it suddenly occurred to Milo that he must have been gone for several weeks. I do hope no one has worried, he thought, urging the car on faster. I've never been away this long before. The late afternoon sun had turned now from a vivid yellow to a warm lazy orange, and it seemed almost a tire- as tired as he was. The road raced ahead in a series of gentle curves that began to look familiar, and off in the distance the solitary toll booth appeared. A welcome sight indeed. In a few minutes he reached the end of his journey deposited his coin and drove through and almost before realizing it he was sitting in the middle of his own room once again do you know where you are you are an endless epic and here there'll be dragons welcome back heroes warriors adventurers all to the final episode in this almost year-long series
1: yeah. Of
0: the Phantom Toll It's been a hell of a ride. Yes, indeed it has. I am Mr. Growth. Castle, AKA as the Real Slim Jesus, and I'm here with my co-host, the beautiful buttery Real Thick Jesus. That's me. AKA as Sean Smith. Actually, your AKA is the Real Thick Jesus. Yes. Um, which, by the way, you guys are gonna be the first ones hearing this. Most of my social media is going to be changing to Black Dragon Tavern. Um, Everything except for my TikTok, and uh, the reason being is, well, uh, legal issues. A bunch of TikTokers are getting sued over the intellectual rights to their names, Um, and as you guys know, Yeezus is not a direct brand, but it is an off offshoot brand of uh, Kanye. And uh, Kanye West and I just don't want to have to deal with that at any point when we start merchandising. So my smaller social medias, like my YouTube, my Instagram, and uh, probably my Twitter, will all be changed to Black Dragon Tavern. And uh, but my my obviously this isn't going to change because it's endless epic. Yeah. And uh, my my TikTok will stay the same. But otherwise, we we will you changing just
1: about everything else. My TikTok will say the same as well. And so will my Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say that sarcastically. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so
0: let us uh get, get back dive into. into it. Yeah. There's only a few pages, so it'll be a short episode. We always say that. It's only six o'clock, he observed with a yawn. And then in a moment he made an even more interesting discovery. It's still today. I've only been gone for an hour. He cried in amazement, for he'd certainly never realized how much he could do in so short a time. (laughs) Milo was much too tired to talk and almost too tired for dinner, so without a murmur, he went off to bed as soon as he could. He pulled the covers around him, took a last look at his room, which somehow seemed very different than he had remembered, and then drifted into sleep, and then drifted into a deep and welcome sleep. School went very quickly the next day, but not quickly enough, for Milo's head was full of plans and his eyes could see nothing but the toll booth and what lay beyond. He waited impatiently for the end of class, and when the time finally came, his feet raced his thoughts all the way back to the house. Another trip, another trip, I'll leave right away. They'll all be so glad to see me and I'll... He stopped abruptly at the door of his room, for where the toll booth had been just the night before, there was nothing now at all. He searched frantically through the apartment, but it had vanished just as mysteriously as it had come. And in its place was another bright blue envelope, which was addressed simply, For Milo, who now knows the way. He opened it quickly and read, Dear Milo, you have now completed your trip, courtesy of the Phantom Tollbooth. We trust that everything has been satisfactory, and hope you understand why we had to come and collect it. You see, there are many other boys and girls waiting to use it, too. It's true that there are many lands you've still to visit, some of which are not even on the map, and wonderful things to see that no one has yet to imagine. But we're quite sure that if you really want to, you'll find a way to reach them all by yourself. Yours truly. The signature was blurred and couldn't be read. Milo walked sadly to the window, squeezed himself into one corner of the large armchair. He felt very lonely and desolate as his thoughts turned far away to the foolish, lovable bug, to the comforting assurance of talk standing next to him, to the erratic, excitable din, to little Alec, who he hoped would someday reach the ground to rhyme and reason, without whom wisdom withered, and to the many, many others he would remember always. And yet, even as he thought of all these things, he noticed somehow that the sky was a lovely shade of blue, and that one cloud had the shape of a sailing ship. The tips of the trees held pale young buds, and the leaves were a rich deep green. Outside the window, there was much to see and hear and touch. Walks to take, hills to climb, caterpillars to watch as they strolled through the garden. There were voices to hear and conversations to listen to in wonder and the special smell of each day. And in the very room in which he sat, there were books that could take you anywhere, and things to invent and make and build and break and all the puzzle and excitement of everything he didn't know music to play, songs to sing and worlds to imagine and then someday make real his thoughts darted eagerly about as everything looked new and worth trying Well. I would like to make another trip, he said, jumping to his feet. But I really don't know when I'll have the time. There's just so much to do right here. And that, my friends, is the end of this story. And there's a brilliant annotation here on the last page. It says, there's just so much to do right here or as voltaire's candid express as voltaire's candid expressed much the same sentiment we must cultivate our garden this is uh, and the, the 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 final illustration here uh is just milo sitting in a chair um, and rather than depicting the room as being uh, full of things, he, he very vaguely displays uh, the window with the curtains billowing and some books in the background, but very much makes it look like the vortex of energy and potential
1: that Milo has become. Yeah, it is very interesting. It's, it's incredible how uh, how he, what the heck is that?
0: Oh, these are just uh, in the in the rear of the um, annotated copy. They actually have scans of uh, Juster's notes from when he first started drafting ideas for the story. Which which
1: can get
0: yeah. I, I have I have on order the the new annotated copy, which will be signed by my brother and I, uh, and I will be putting out an Instagram post after the final episode of this series which will be episode 21 um, which will be our sort of review watch along of the play and yes. the film
1: should be should be rather interesting because I've actually never si- seen either of those so uh, I've seen bits of the film I have never seen the play i uh, yeah i I, uh, I missed an opportunity to watch the play but one time I had the opportunity that. Well, yeah,
0: you and I missed that together. Oh, that's right, we did. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. <laughs> uh,
1: and then, yeah, never, never seen the movie, so I'm very interested in this. Yeah, um, should be a lot of fun. I, I just, just to kind of do a quick recap. It's so the character growth in Milo is some of the best that, like, uh, from any story.
0: Well, and and where um, you can see that it's true character growth is that he still has remnants. Of what made him, what faulted him in the past. Yeah. And, and when he realizes that the toll booth is there no more, he, he sort of slumps back into... And we even see that he doesn't change immediately. Because the, the next day when he goes to school, he does the exact same thing that he did at the beginning of the book. Yeah. Where he... He's impatiently he waiting for school to end. Waits through, Rushes her, home. Rushes home, doesn't pay attention mm-hmm. to the journey. And it's only after he gets home that he starts and, to realize and, and yeah and he and he comes to this this depth realization that wait a minute everything that I've learned everything that I know it, it's not out there
1: it's all in here being himself yeah 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 it, it, it's it's freaking awesome dude like it's such a good story uh and so simple too. Like that's the thing. Like it, this is not a. Like there is a lot. I mean, there's a lot that happens, uh, and and you know it's like, it's a good story. But when you break it down to like word count and like, like what this story, it, it's very simple, but so powerful and so many good lessons on every page. <laughs> like, I could read this book a hundred times. I'll never report it.
0: Well, uh, uh, and. Th- th- one of the most consistent things that we've we've gotten uh, with with everybody throughout this entire series is people messaging us going, "Wow, you guys really in, reinvigorated my love for this series," or "Wow, I, I hadn't thought about most of this stuff that like we've all talked about during the series." Yeah, like, um, and, and we want to get everyone, we want to get the listeners more involved with uh, the podcast because you guys are brilliant. Like yeah. we love the heck out of. The listeners and i think that uh our stats last showed that we have consistent uh our our Mm -hmm. consistent listeners the ones that are there every week right when we drop the new episodes uh there are uh 40 or 50 of you and retained listeners there are uh, about 150 per episode which is crazy for a a book podcast with two
1: yahoos uh reading a children's book yeah (laughs) No, it's awesome. I'm really glad you guys have been here for all this. Like, it's way bigger than I was ever expecting. You know what might be a good idea? We can talk about it a little bit more off off mic, but uh, maybe starting in Discord. And each each episode, each time we release an episode, people, like, we can go in and, and discuss with people, and people can discuss, like, their thoughts on the chapter, and uh, that might be fun.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that there is a channel in my Jesus Discord um, where people discuss books and... Uh, Maybe even the podcast. We'll start, I wish we'll I plugging that a
1: little bit more. Here. Yeah, because <laughs> that. I mean, that, I think that would be a fun way to get people more involved with the podcast. Okay.
0: But yeah, and a lot of people look at my uses Discord and they're like, "Oh, well, that's it's the it's the Pagan-y thing." You guys got to understand the the the, the Pagan-y thing. Like for for us, it's just history tradition. Like, I only use the word Pagan when it comes to the histories and lores because it's a common term. Uh, for us, it's just a practice of, of history and tradition and learning lore and mythology and stories and having something to hand down to people. Yeah. Like, don't look at it as being some heretical sort of thing because it's really not. Yeah. You guys can come in and join in and have discussions, and it's it's all in good fun,
1: I'd have it, to say. It's, see, I, 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 I think the, the problem with that is people associate that with some type of. Belief or religion or like culty, you know like kind of thing and, and correct me if I'm wrong but like that's it, there's no I th- like no and then you're 100% right people hear pagan and they instantly think like witchcraft and or, or even devil like, worship yeah or, but even beyond that it's like that that's something that like it's it's like if you tell someone that you go to church they immediately think that you are, like you like you don't like gay people yeah yeah like the there's things, a lot yeah. of assumptions that go along with that and i uh or or that you or that you don't believe in in any like they immediately assume that you're a you know, nihilist or whatever whatever right. whatever like point being it's there's there's no specific person that like it's for everybody i made i made a strip the pot tiktok a while back and i haven't put
0: it out yet oh boy um, and it was basically, uh-huh. oh yeah, atheists. If if you don't have a if you don't have a god that doesn't exist, then why didn't he not write a book about how to not fall into the void? Jesus. Because <laughs> I, I was like I was like oh, I, I was man. like, what's a group I haven't made angry on TikTok? Yeah, because there you go. Wow. Well. <laughs>
1: I'm, su- I'm surprised it's only one.
0: I I made I made the nihilist mad, and I, I, it's one of the few TikToks that I've had pulled down that oh, really? I couldn't get put back up. Yeah, um, I said that nihilism is uh, intellectual immaturity and constipation. I wholeheartedly agree with that. <laughs> well, because well, it, it's an it's it's an excuse is what right. it is. It's, well, it's a whole like and coming coming back to the the point of the um, and purpose of the podcast Juster... Yep. Jester notes through the entire book if I had to say that there is one common theme throughout all of the Phantom Tollbooth it is this that you can pretend that what you do does not matter but at the end of the day you don't get to pick and choose because either everything you do matters or nothing you do matters and if nothing one person does matters then nothing anything does anyone no does, does matters matter. yeah and that is the that is the overarching themality of the Phantom to either it's all ridiculous and none of it matters or everything down to the most minute of details matters yeah yeah and that's that's why that's why nihilism and the the idea that there there is
1: nothing greater than what there is like well and like even even like just take it a step like back from that like uh, say you that that is what you know. Like that's that's where you are. Like you, like that's where you at. You are at in your life. Like based on everything you you know, all the information you have that like, uh, you know, that's what you believe. Like there's no there's there really is no point. Like nothing. Like you die, nothing matters. On the flip of that, like if. If there's no reason to do anything, then there's no reason to not do anything. Right. So, like you're, you, you—that is just an excuse. Like that's one of many excuses. Like if you are using that as nothing matters, there's no reason, nothing's gonna happen when I die. Well, that's yeah, an goes, excuse to goes, be, that's an excuse to be lazy. It goes motivated and and just a dick. It it, it goes back uh, uh, a, uh, a pee-pee. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it goes back
0: to. If, if nothing mattered, right? Like if, like you, like you said, if, if nothing you do matters, then, then why not do things that matter? Right? Like if, if you're going to, if you're going to say that nothing matters, then you really don't have any excuse not to do things. Right. Why, why is your choice? If nothing matters, nothing in the world matters, then why is your choice in a world that nothing matters to do nothing nothing that matters?
1: Right. To do nothing that matters. Right. Because regardless, you will like you can positively affect people's lives as they are living, and you know we're all here, well, we're and we're all the, doing shit, stuff. Our our own existence refutes
0: the idea that nothing matters. Because if you right. if you were to die and no one was around, right, right, if you were to die and no one was around, your body. Would, would fill with, with maggots, there would be animals from all around that would eat it, your, your bones get, and the, the different minerals... No, I'm saying the no, bones and the different minerals matter. of your body <laughs> would then end up fertilizing the ground and you would have, in spite of yourself, benefited the earth. Yeah. So, the, the idea that nothing matters is such an intellectually immature one and it's, it's and it's, an an it's it's an excuse, and it's a lazy perspective. Yeah. But I understand why people come to it. Because we... Because it's easy. Because it's easy. <laughs> and we live in a world where we expect to see instant results. Like, so many people, you and I have tried to get to do TikTok for advertising purposes. Yeah.
1: And they're just like, I don't want to embarrass myself. I don't want to get out there and do it. And I get it.
0: Like, I get... That that's hard like no, you, absolutely it's it's a really difficult J- thing to do. just because
1: something's hard doesn't mean it's pointless or because or no. usually when something
0: is hard it's the, there's a yeah. point to doing it um yeah especially since you look at if you look at tiktok's top creators most of them don't add anything to the platform most of tiktok's top creators they don't make anything that's really funny they don't uh, make anything that's
1: really worthwhile they'll create simple dances that aren't even really dances I was like a lot of them don't create them though. they'll find someone else that created it Rush. and just make it a trend
0: yeah you, know, you, have, you have marginally to moderately attractive people doing very simple easy to attain things and that's what gets people famous on the internet there are very few people that get famous because of their exceptionality and they're almost never at the top like as much as I love uh, Felix Kilberg uh, PewDiePie mm he's not overly exceptional he or at least he didn't used to be he is now like he runs three different uh, clothing businesses yeah he runs a he runs a business in japan like he has become an incredible businessman uh in in the in the old age of his career yeah but how he got to where he was it was completely unexceptional well yeah it's it literally just it was nothing it was nothing that he did other than be consistent yeah because even if you look back at his his old his old videos, he's not even overtly entertaining. I find his old stuff endearing. I don't particularly care for his newer stuff, but I find his old stuff endearing. I yeah. think that he's he's sort of like cutesy, mm-hmm. in, in a way. Uh, how easily scared he was, and how emotional he'd get over video games. Yeah, like it was it was something that was very human to watch. But there were half a dozen to, you know, four dozen other people on the internet at the time who were doing the same thing. And he was very fortunate to get what he got. Yeah. But if you look at the other people who are at the top, people like uh, like Markiplier and, and Jacksepticeye, these people, they have consistency, but they're not exceptional people by any means. And the very few people who do end up getting famous because of their exceptionality... Like, look at how ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Those guys got... Ex- they, they got famous for being exceptional. Like, world yeah. bre- world-breaking record-breaking trick shots and doing crazy things with physics. Yeah. And now they drop shit off of a tower. Yeah. Well, just, and oddly enough,
1: just as entertaining. <laughs> uh,
0: you, your boy, Alex Steele. Exceptional. It is truly Actually, exceptional. Not
1: even, no, 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 no. You know what? I take that back. I take that back. He, he just put in a lot of hard work because he started doing uh, um, uh, forging at like 11.
0: Yeah. Now like that's what I mean. He is an exceptional talent and a skill that That's he has an exceptional
1: fostered. skill talent has nothing to do with it I don't think I think it was literally just he had a want he started doing it and then he started making videos and he's uh, boy, your
0: boy Peter McKinnon worked, another gentleman worked,
1: who worked his butt off well yeah worked in, in video and photography for years and then just started and, showing people what to do and these
0: these people are, are not uh, at the top they're more like middle top they're more in the mid range to the top yeah and those people are exceptional what you'll find is the people who have exceptional skill and talent usually don't have the work ethic to to make something like that happen. Yeah. And and the whole the whole point is is that if you if you want to do something, especially in the modern age, in the twenty first century, there is almost nothing that you can't do, especially if you live in the United States, right? Uh, or even I would I would even go so far as to say the United States or Canada. If you live in, in North America, you have no excuse for not succeeding at what you want to do, because it's all very your biggest,
1: accessible. Your biggest obstacle is yourself. Always, always, always. Uh, uh, I was watching Morgan Freeman uh, during an interview, and he he made that point. Like he, he was uh, it, it, when he what what he was being asked was about race, but it it applies across the board. It, he was like, you know, it's just about hard work and going out there and doing something. And um, and the guy interviewing was like, yeah, but, you know, that's people, people might take that as like, oh, you know, you're just going to pull your pull, your, pull yourself up by the bootstraps and like get to work. Not any, everybody's capable of that. And he's like, bullshit. Everybody's capable of that, especially in America or Canada. Like you, yeah. you virtually have. No, I, you know I'm not even gonna say virtue. No, you don't. Your your only obstacle is yourself. I don't care where you come from. Well,
0: and and full full acknowledgement that mental health stuff can definitely slow you down. That's different. Physical <laughs> health stuff can definitely slow you down. It
1: Should go without saying. <laughs> I know it doesn't, but it should. But
0: at the same time, like there are there are exceptional people who overcome those pains
1: and succeed in spite. Oh, I, I I'm gonna go so far as to say that people who have to deal with that stuff, who don't who don't get broken by it and I'm not like calling people who deal with that kind of stuff like weak or anything because mm-hmm. it's just a whole fucking thing the people who take their pain and because that's what like life is pain guys. sorry the, the, like this certainly took a little bit of a dark it, turn no today. it really didn't though because like that's what like well me with the dead dying yeah, in the woods the, 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 life at, the, is at the start of the Phantom Tollbooth like Milo uses every excuse to not do anything right because, in of spite how of having boring, access to everything, everything, like because life is boring and yada yada, whatever. Life is not, first of all, life isn't boring, and, but it's not fair and it never will be. Definitely not. And the more, the, the quicker you accept that and learn how to flow with the unfairities of life, the better you will be.
0: Yeah, 100% because again it, it, you will always have obstacles you will always have issues that, that's just that's how it is life <laughs> you can you cannot you cannot sail across the sea without encountering a single storm it's impossible you can't you can't you can't walk down a road without encountering a single divot or rock it is it is impossible mankind has tried for nearly 100 years to pave away imperfections in roads And
1: nature just says "fuck you" to that, "frick you" to (laughs) that. That's what (laughs) I meant. We're still on the family. Yeah, yeah, we are. (laughs) Uh, um,
0: That's okay. The children have
1: all fallen asleep
0: by the 26-minute mark, which should
1: be (laughs) fine. Well, yeah, and uh, well, and I see. I'm gonna I'm gonna go a step further than that even too, because like, I think it's like life isn't life isn't encountering a storm in calm seas it's life is the storm and then you get those calms <laughs> right occasionally that's not the that's not the rule that's the exception the exception is, or the rule is you are always going to there is always going to be something well, and how the like how you cultivate skills based off of the negative like no no no, no not even negativity just well n- nature
0: having having a negative and positive be the connotation for everything i think is part of the problem i
1: agree is that because we, having something bad happen to you doesn't necessarily make it a negative i
0: don't even i don't even necessarily it's bad it's is, all a matter of perception like never. how we lost we lost three homes when we were kids yeah our, well, our parents lost three homes when we were kids no no it was us it was our family. and at one point We lived in tents in the middle of the desert. Yes, accurate. And we could have just, at any point, been like, "All right, well, like we (laughs) we had together, we had um, one backpack that was full of collectibles that we kept. It do you remember Uh the like the magazines and all of the toys and the cards and stuff? Yeah. And uh, the one night it rained into the tent, and the bag was sitting on the ground of the tent, and all of them got ruined. Everything in the bag got ruined, and that was everything that we had spent—all the little extra money that we'd ever gotten—and put together and made. And that was before we first started YouTube for the first time.
1: Yeah. And that was—that was it. That was the lot. Well, and and I'm gonna like, yeah, it, like seeing like that's that's something that a lot of people would just be like, all right, well, that, that's how my life's gonna be, so I'm just gonna uh, succumb to that and, and deal with it, like. But look, look, at, look at all the people I'm not going to go too deep into this but look at all the people that we grew up with like half of like if they're not dead in jail or have nine kids not saying that having kids is bad but they are not equipped to have kids I tell if you they much. are not dead
0: in jail or have nine kids then they're dead in jail and have nine kids
1: exactly like I think there's maybe like two or three people in like that we grew up with in like a it wasn't a town like it was a very small like community um but of, like, a couple thousand people, like, most of the kids we grew up with did not turn out well at all. I'm not saying, like, we're super successful, but we're not addicted to drugs, we're not dead, we're not in jail, and neither of us have nine kids. Again, now nothing, we know wrong, nothing of. <laughs> wrong with having kids. Not saying that. That's not my point. Is like, most of these people had kids when they were, like, 16 or 17. Right. So, like, that's my point, is, is they were, like, they... Well, Succumb to their situation,
0: right? Well, and I, I'm constantly shocked to find out new things about people who are from there. That just it, like it baffles the hell out of me. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot. I know, it's crazy. And and this the whole the whole point is is that regardless of your circumstances, because we didn't have the best circumstances growing up. Absolutely not. We didn't have any real opportunities. Uh, more more often than not, it would have been more more factual to say that we were homeless most of our childhood. And, and you and I are not exceptional by
1: any means for, for any particular reason, like... Well, yeah, I think that's that's important like, uh, like note it, to make. We're not trying to like, be like, oh yeah, we're so cool, we're so good. It's like, just an observation of, of people who are...
0: Here's here's a crazy thing. Sean, my, my brother here sitting with me, that's me, didn't learn to read until he was 11 or 12 years old. Accurate. And was absolutely the worst child at paying attention to crap still am like (laughs) would not and now he's not only an exceptional reader and and literature analysis mind but probably one of the best photographers in uh in california like absolutely exceptional at two things that you did not excel at as a child
1: no i was i uh, well i mean i don't I, I am not a terrible photographer. <laughs> you you blow me up a little too high, but but like I had I had no reason to go into photography. Like we had no family. Like I'd never been, like other than family photos, you know. I'd never been of which there weren't many. There weren't a lot. Yeah. Um. I you know I never had experience with any photographers. Like I didn't grow up with any. None of that. Like I just found interest in it. Was terrible, and then gradually got less terrible. <laughs>
0: Well, and neither one of us had any sort of reason or mean to get into public speaking, which is essentially what we're doing right now. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, our our parents are probably the well, we're some of the worst examples of communication ever. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. And the, the whole the whole point being is that if you want to do something, you can find a way to do it. Like, what did tell tell them what I wanted to be when I was a kid. What what my what my, do you remember what my absolute ambition was before I decided to start writing and and doing and, this and kind and of adventure. stuff? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to be a mechanist. Yeah. My my whole entire goal was to build robots and computers. Yeah. And then when uh, when Sean and I got into college, I started university at fourteen, and uh, he started uh, with me three year four years later, when you were seventeen. I yeah? was eighteen. 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 Yeah. And uh, we, we went to school together uh, for, a, for a deal of time, and I came to the realization there was no way I was ever going to afford an engineering degree. So I ended up just doing those things in my spare time, and I got the cheapest degree that I could, which was English Literature Analysis. <laughs> With a minors in language. Uh, that's funny. Uh, and don't get me wrong; like I love literature, but it's it's something that comes much more easily to me. Yeah. And I always liked uh, math and science because it was challenging; it was something that did not come to me easily. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we've we've rambled there. quite a bit here and gotten off off track. The whole point being, is that everything that you do matters, and everything that you say matters, and how you treat yourself matters above everything else. I
1: was just about to say being thankful for for what you have. Like not and that doesn't mean not being ambitious and trying to get more. That that's a great thing. You should you should try to do that if you want. But but not looking at your circumstance and going, "Ooh, poor me, I don't have this, this, this." I or this. would
0: argue that living in prosperity is the very action of attempting to better your own situation.
1: How do you mean? What do you mean? Like
0: what you what you said? Be grateful for what you have, but constantly try to better your situation. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: I would yeah. argue that that is the act of prosperity. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. And
0: so, just as just as a note, the uh, the, the collectibles story. Uh-huh. We lost all of our our collectibles in that one little backpack. And then, several years later, it happened again. Only uh, all of all of our collectibles got stolen. We had uh, a bunch of stuff that we had been busting our butts working uh, for FCA, and I had worked for AT&T before that, and uh, in between, you and I ran a landscaping business. And we busted butt. Like, we worked hard. Sometimes 12, 14-hour days. And we got things that we liked. We had a, a, a full collection of the Pokemon games and, like, classic Game Boys and old comic books. That's a lot of stuff. And then our house was robbed and we lost it all again. And uh, just recently, we, we went through another, like, sheer of loss with uh, losing things because both of us had to move. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it happened again. But have we ever have we ever stopped or slowed down? We've hit... we've hit Hitten. we've we have, hit. We have hidden. <laughs> we've hit downturns for
1: sure. Yeah, well... like we spent way too much time working for FCA. Well, and the 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 important thing is to, on that note, it's like try to try to realize that, like, be be self aware enough. I think that's a problem both of us have had. Um, I I still have, uh, being self aware enough to know that whatever you're doing like is it pushing you to be where you want to be like is this something that is bettering your life and that's not a selfish thing like it's okay to think about yourself there's nothing wrong with going is this for me like is this right for me well I... because if you well because when you do that you 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 will have the ability to be a more generous and like thoughtful person to other people right because you're not nice to yourself you're not thinking about yourself how are you going to be able to do that for the people right
0: Uh, and the only people who are going to appreciate you being selfless when you're falling apart are people who you do not want appreciating you
1: yeah but that's a great point so i think that we'll we'll end there because we'll we'll, we'll we'll keep rambling yeah we'll quit
0: ranting um, but yeah so there will be one more episode of the Phantom Tall Booth. we promised to
1: try not to ramble and rant so much
0: well this was more of this was more of a conclusion episode about like what we take away from the lesson of the book I yeah.
1: think which again there are so many I don't even think we touched on half of how much like you can learn from this man it's so relevant still yeah such such a good
0: um, I will I will make sure that there's a link with the podcast so that if you guys want to pick up the book for yourself you can and then we will be also giving away a an, uh, signed annotated copy of the book uh, to one lucky winner through my Instagram so if you don't follow me on Instagram please do uh, it is at for the moment it is at the real slim or at real slim users uh, no the because Instagram doesn't have the
1: character limit I needed um, uh, uh, this time we haven't talked about do you want to announce it on the next podcast or do you want to make the post and then announce the winner Podcast. uh We're yeah try to do that I mean, we don't have to we, but we, we can we absolutely can i, I think get, be fun. i haven't gotten any of the questions together Wow, well, we'll, yeah i we'll was like <laughs> we'll get her done um i think i think that'd be a fun uh, fun little uh yeah absolutely. For, for our listeners because if you've listened you'll have the opportunity
0: so uh with that being said thank you for joining us Throughout the entirety of Milo's journey beyond the Phantom Tollbooth. And and peeking into the mind of Norton Jester. Interesting man. I would love to have a conversation with him. Oh, absolutely. And we certainly hope that you will join us the next time that we open the page. Yes. Because this page has reached its final turn. Until next time, heroes, warriors, and adventurers. Stay bloodthirsty. And all hail.